Welcome back to Liability on the Microphone. <laughs> I'm Liz Evans. I'm Carmen Kerrigan. And I think we have a lot to start with today. Today is, um, as no one knows, January, February 17th. <laughs> Thank you. Commonly um, known as Waiting for the Crowd to Answer. Ash Wednesday. <laughs> where are my Catholics at? Literally, where are you? Um, where are any of us? I actually got a call from my, well, I called my grandpa this evening to be kind uh, and just check it on him. And he definitely grilled me about um, whether or not I'd gotten ashes. So that was a sweet little convo um, that I had. And that's that. So I did want to say we can jump into Catholic Corner right away because I did get ashes today um, because I'm like desperately in in need of a change of luck. And as soon as I said like out loud to like my roommate, we decided to go together and I was like, yeah, I think I want to go get ashes today. I flipped over my phone and I got the notification that Rush Limbaugh had died. <laughs> and I was like, female God, if that's not a sign. God works in big having- and small ways. <laughs> Literally, she said, trust my path for I will never forsake you. Follow me into the light. <laughs> um, but back to Catholic Corner. Yeah, we're, uh, we both pretty famously went to Catholic grade school through high school. We both went to all girls Catholic high school. So um, we do have a lot of guilt surrounding our sex lives. Um, <laughs> we do all gravitate towards a plaid skirt and urban outfitters and then decide against it. Um, these are all common traits that we have. Uh, but for those of you out in the clerk who may also be formerly devout Catholics who now don't have a moral compass um ash wednesday is always a tricky one for me it is um because it so capitalizes on the catholic church's main form of recruitment which is guilt guilt about going to hell yeah (laughs) oh my god i am so afraid of hell and afraid of satan like i just feel like my soul's gonna rot if i don't acknowledge i was gonna call it a holiday but a holy day exactly no like there whoever is like the pr marketing person for the catholic church for the past two century or two millennia is like underpaid because they, it's literally been the same person the whole time <laughs> thank you it's been the holy ghost um <laughs> but i think she also does regis's and michael chase because mm. they like are doing pretty well too sure uh, <laughs> it's just that like I'm sorry, did you just did you just say Regis as in Regis Philbin who's dead? Yeah. <laughs> but I think he went out gracefully is what I'm saying. Sure. Here's my question for you. Did he just <laughs> narrowly escape the period of Gen Z investigative journalism that has quite literally left no stone unturned? Or was he just an upstanding guy? Oh no, I think he got out while the game was good. Sometimes you just can't take it. I oh my god. Dude, like, God forbid, like, fucking Mr. Rogers, like, something comes out about him. If something comes out about Mr. Rogers, I genuinely don't know if I'll make it to the next day. I just, I, you know, and thank God, like, I can't even imagine, like, 
these people like were like fundamental to me, but they weren't like my heroes. Like luckily most of my heroes are women and like they, you know, women famously don't expose themselves to their coworkers. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm not saying it doesn't happen in places. I'm just saying it's not the norm. Um, I can't imagine being like a dude growing up and being like every single person I've ever loved in film is actually a scumbag. <laughs> literally, literally. That shit must be humbling. Um, I mean, that would mean that women would have to have enough of a chance in film to make themselves class A scumbags, but that's another topic in and of and itself. I was like, and, that is, and that is a very looked over fact that we don't <laughs> talk about. Why aren't there enough female perverts? Oh, I don't know, female directors, I guess. <laughs> hilarious dinner party joke thank you wait i've been saying pervert so much recently why because i recently ran into a group of perverts who (laughs) literally pervs (laughs) and i think it's such a fucking visceral word like it's not a creep he's not like sketchy if you're calling someone a pervert you need to mean it disgusting yes so there's this group of perverts who are probably mid-20s probably like around my age you so pervy perverts and they met my my friend's little sister who is technically 16 but could easily be 12 sure and it was in a social setting and they're like how old are you and she goes how old do you think i am and they go i don't know you probably look about 24 24 <laughs> that, that girl the only time you the only time you age up someone is when you willingly know they're under 18 absolutely they absolutely. were willing her to have a driver's license <laughs> this is coming from a girl who earlier said to me oh my god the song driver's license that like just happened to one of my friends <laughs> <laughs> and so obviously me and her sister were like these fucking perverts they're fucking perverts and i've been calling people perverts ever since <laughs> dude i think pervert is such an excellent like here's my thing though do you think that pervert is enough to cover pervs like louis ck i think that i think a more aggressive you yeah know what I'm people who commit actual crimes of like sexual harassment i think they should get that's the line between pervs and class a which is whatever you're gonna say absolutely yeah i think perverts have yet to commit a crime but there's probably intent yes because unfortunately it's not illegal to be creepy um as soon as we change that law (laughs) watch out first amendment yeah the subway's gonna get a lot better once we can lock people up for being creepy (laughs) your honor This man was wearing a Barney t-shirt, and I didn't care for that shit whatsoever. Your Honor, yes. My form was not the best on the squat rack. Did he need to intervene? No, he did not. Jury, say it with me. No, he did not. Your Honor, I know it was a windy day, and my umbrella was not up to snuff, but did I need the jacket over my head of my bystander next to me? No, I didn't. I didn't. In fact, I needed a shower literally hashtag lock up the pervs you know who you are <laughs> but back to the catholic church no i'm kidding um <laughs> just talking about how proud we are to be catholic <laughs> uh no it's just like such a i and i i do this old song and dance every year 
and I do not step foot in a Catholic church. I don't even think about it. And then Ash Wednesday rolls around, or like I think you're, about it, I probably should you're go to nervous. You're nervous. I get very emotional. Here's my question for for you. Like, obviously, the Catholic Church had a long time coming, but like, do you not feel like about like five years ago, maybe four years ago, like everybody just did a collective dip? Yeah. And I'm like, is that correlated to spotlight coming out? Or like, I think so. I think in a large part, the like culmination of definitely spotlight, which made it impossible for us to like not talk about like what we knew in the Catholic church, like people knew, but it wasn't so much like other people were talking about it. I think that is in conjunction. And then also I think, we think everybody dipped in the time that we all graduated from Catholic high school and like stopped living at home. So it seems to us like everyone did it regardless. They got me like a Australian yo-yo. What are those called? <sighs> a boomerang. Yeah. Don't, aren't those ones that come back? <laughs> <laughs> An Australian yo-yo. Those aren't even, even close to the same toy. <laughs> One is clearly like a wooden triangle or whatever the hell. An Australian yo-yo. <laughs> They have dumb names and they're for children. That's what the coordination was. I could call an Australian ripstick and you would have known what I meant. I do. I would have. But an Australian <laughs> yo-yo definitely took me a few seconds. <laughs> so if I said Australian ripstick, you would have known what I meant. An Australian skip it. If it you would have probably taken me two last seconds. Sidebar. Can we talk about how yo-yos have just gone out of style? <laughs> when was the last time you saw a perv in the park with a yo-yo? <laughs> I couldn't tell you. I what? not since childhood. When is the last time you saw a childhood pervert? <laughs> a child pervert with a yo-yo <laughs> terrorizing other children who are yo-yo less. Dude, like what is happening to big yo-yo? Like <laughs> the internet. <laughs> In hindsight, an insane toy. <laughs> I'm just gonna put a large wooden circle on a string. And try to have you bring it back to yourself in the most inconvenient way possible. (laughs) I could just pick it up off the ground. Or I could stand here like a jackass in public (laughs) and try and pull it up by literally a way that gravitationally makes no sense to me. No, I'm just going to Spider-Man this shit all fucking day long. (laughs) I got nothing to do. I've got, And I'm chewing hubba bubba while I do it. One of... The a string of Larry King tweets, may God rest his soul, um, were brought up when he would tweet. He would call someone on the phone to tweet for him, and the hashtag would always be "just my two cents." That's one hilarious. <laughs> literally call someone on his flip phone to like dictate a tweet to them, which is a, a hilarious waste of money. But one of them was like, "Don't see many kids flying kites nowadays." Hashtag just my two cents. <laughs> I was like, where, but like- yeah, where did big kite go? But to be fair, I think one of my beach necessities, like at the second I get on location in a tropical place, I have to get a kite. I had one on the beach this summer. Shut up. There's nothing that exemplifies the human spirit more than the majesty of flight 
the creativity of human ingenuity because it's not just a big gust of wind that gets it up there. You've got to work with a partner, make sure that the tail doesn't get like, it's a beautiful piece. And God damn it. If there's not a rainbow frog flying over the Atlantic ocean, I'm truly not on vacation yet. I'm a huge kite girl and just my two cents. I just love that our relationship is so fresh that I am still learning things about you that amaze me every day. I'm sh- <laughs> I I had no idea about this secret kite life you've been living. I, I didn't know that you were kites. you were flipping and flying. Like that is not something I knew about you. It's crazy that we've never been on a beach vacation. We've only been to the vineyard, but there was not really that many kite vendors there. Slash, it wasn't a like classic summer day. Yeah, true. Where it's like hot and you're putting on sunscreen all day and like whatever. Wait, the closest thing thing to a beach day is me, you, Miles, Bree, Jeremy, and Maddie were on that one beach and you, Miles, and Bree literally black out (laughs) and like fell asleep. Miles fell asleep in his own vomit in this. (laughs) Yeah. He buried it and then just put his face in it. Anyway, okay, back on the agenda topics. I think it's a good time to roll into Peach Pit Fuzz. Sure. Do you want to go first? No, I want you to go first because I'm excited to find out something new about you in addition to the new thing I already found out about you. (laughs) That's a lot. Um, Okay. Okay. My Peach and Pit were in the same occurrence, and that was mf valentine's day um which i turned to a galentine's day this year for whatever reason i was very on the like fuck men energy which i typically like have no feelings on valentine's day but this one kind of hit me sideways so i got my hair blown out for quite literally no reason it looked um, amazing okay it thank looked you amazing. Thank you've, all, you. you've all seen the instagram live okay literally thank you um but i went out to dinner with two of my friends and my peach was that, you know, I like to say I'm a dark liquor girl, but like sometimes it takes a little bit for me to warm up to that. But I had this delicious, shout out Bistro Leo, mezcal cocktail to the tune of me having four of them. Um, and that's on a little bit of an egg white in a cocktail. My pit was towards the end of the dinner when I did happen to be at the alcohol consumption rate that I was on Instagram live um, in which someone who was like in the lobby of this restaurant asked his friend, if I was rebel Wilson. Um, Oh my God. Two problems with that. I don't look like rebel Wilson and I don't sound like rebel Wilson. So that's on. No, that's on fuck that dude. You don't even fucking look like Rebel Wilson. But it was so goddamn funny because I was just like, dude, clearly, clearly my celebrity lookalike is Owen Wilson. Like, that's not even disputed. It's just fact. The nose, the hair, the eyebrow to eye ratio. I've been told all these things and I'm kind of happy with it. I don't Which think it works I- because I look like Luke Wilson. it's crazy how we already have a halloween costume for this year (laughs) i don't know though how we could be 
sexy Abe Lincoln, sexy John Wilkes Booth, and sexy gunshot wound from this COVID Halloween, um, which for those of you who don't know how to do that costume, quite literally all you need is a prop gun, a top hat, and a piece of paper with red marker on it. Amazing. Amazing. And then, yeah, I'd say my learning was that, or fuzz, whatever, was that it just solidified for me who my celebrity lookalike is. It, it's not Rebel Wilson. To me, it's Owen. Anyway. Okay, crazy that they have the last name, except for they don't have the same last name. Except they do? <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that Wilson and Wilson Wait, is the same last name, even if they have two different first names. <laughs> Wait. Wait, crazy that everybody we've talked about is the last name of Wilson. This was a very difficult concept for me when I was a child learning about the presidents and George <laughs> Bush was the president, but George Washington was the first one. I can't just, I can't explain to you how confusing that was for me. Okay, but tell me that that's not my fuzz that just happened live. <laughs> that every single one of my supposed lookalikes is the last name of Wilson. Anyway, Woodrow. <laughs> anyway, I'm done. Phillips. Who's Phillips Wilson? That's <laughs> Philip Phillips. That's not even close it's to Wilson Phillips. Is the band? Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, hold on, hold on. My Kyra song. <laughs> Amazing ending scene of Bridesmaids. So anyway. good, so good. All right. So my my peach for today was my sweet peach, which we'll call her my roommate Emily, made the most amazing brownies on say more on Valentine's Day on Sunday we are whipping and she made these brownies that were so good. They tasted like they came from a French brasserie. And, <laughs> brasserie. Brasserie. and she's like just she's just like the sweetest person. She works at a um like a home for people who have um, like struggle with addiction and mental illness. So she made them as like for them for like her her Valentine's gifts for them. And then she left a couple for us. And so that's an angel on earth. Yeah. That's just like a sweet thing. And she bakes them all the time, which is really cute, but she like left some for me. So I obviously ate my last brownie today and I was like, this tastes like kindness and treating people with dignity and respect. What's so special about these brownies? I don't know, dude. They were so good. Had chocolate chips all up in them. Oh, my God. She made them so well. A little powdered sugar on the top, a little sprinkle. And she just makes everything with love. Like, it tasted so good. She is a baker, that one. She really is. She be whipping. She made sugar cookies from scratch with her own frosting in heart shapes. Oh, my God. your, Your apartment is really got everything covered like yeah. you you for those of you who don't know which is most people liz <laughs> whenever she gets hammered um one of her like weird things she does is she'll like if somebody's like oh i'm kind of hungry like obviously the answer to that is like chicken nuggets or a pizza this motherfucker will make a roux like literally like we're bringing in mushroom consomme like this the balsamic like and you're sitting there for 35 minutes while she makes like pasta that should be on a restaurant menu and you're like thank you like i (laughs) truly the definition of you didn't have to (laughs) that's gonna lead to my pit you made a bad meal no 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 never not in my kitchen but on (laughs) 
Sunday, the same day, obviously, we had a couple of cocktails in the house, goofy girls. We went to our Cheers bar, our local watering hole where everybody knows our name. We came home. I had some good chicken salad from the the grocery store by my house. I like chopping home. Shout out County Fair. Love you. Southside readers, listen up. And um, it was me and Pierogi and I was going to, I got this good. Pierogi's a friend and not a, not the delicious. Yeah. Not the delicious Polish snack. She's my delicious Polish friend. And so I got this really good sourdough bread. So I was going to cut us a piece. I have an open face sandwich. So I got my, my bread knife out and, you know, I was kind of in my cups and I just cut the bejesus out of my finger. Like (laughs) so badly. It was bleeding so much and I was being so And Liz was really in her cups because I'm in a Snapchat group with her and her roommates and like this video was her holding up a finger that was like quite literally like neon red and (laughs) and she's like well, I took my finger and I think I cut it and people are telling me not to go to the hospital, but I might go to the hospital like crazy. <laughs> to quote what I put on my full-blown story, I don't mean to be all drama, but I cut my finger and I feel like I need to go to the hospital. Is what I said. <laughs> and I called my cousin who's literally a doctor in Pittsburgh and I was like, I don't know. This is what you don't have enough on your plate right now. Let yeah, me run something like, by you. Hey, can I wake you up from fighting COVID <laughs> to look at my drunk ass cutting my finger? And I was like, what do you think? Hospital? No hospital. <laughs> my other roommate calls back from like being at her boyfriend's house on Valentine's Day. She's like, what is going on? Like, are you alone? Do you like try to come home? Do we actually need to go to the hospital? And Claudia's like, no, she's fine. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to apply pressure to it. And then in 15 minutes, I'll change my gauze and clean up. <laughs> and we'll see if that works yeah that was a pit um and then my learning from that is you know what fall down seven times get up eight will i stop using the bread knife when i'm hammered no i won't i'll just be safer i'll just be better and now i'll know how you definitely have control over that and you have a really good demonstrated (laughs) record of not going back to the same terrible behavior uh again another behavior that's banned for liz so on top of making (laughs) brews and bread knives um is taking a tur which is her absolutely wasted getting in a full-blown bathtub and just taking a bath, um, but, like, sneaking around to do it, so waiting until everyone in, in the household is asleep and then drawing herself a bath and maybe falling asleep? <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, I woke up on my birthday morning to one of these famous turs, but instead of it being... You know, about um, a 30-minute affair. She had taken a full-blown summer's nap and slept the entire night in a (laughs) bathtub. Um, And I found her. um, (laughs) And that's how I turned 23. (laughs) (laughs) And that's on memories. And that's on moments we'll never forget. Yeah. And that is on that. Another um, thing that I learned from today that is like also just been a running theme, I think, for the past four years, and it's something that I would like to say very loudly to everyone, is that Twitter will not get you into heaven. Okay? And by that, I mean... Dude, cite your source. Like, say more. 
Okay, so I watched the Britney documentary. Obviously, hashtag free Britney. Obviously, I've been big on the free Britney movement ever since hilarious woman Heather McMahon made an Instagram presence of decoding Britney's messages. Hashtag Britney 911 for any fans. Sure. And so I like watched the doc. I was very interested to see it. And everyone's like our age on Twitter being like, it was not okay that the way you people treated Britney. Like, I never thought it was funny. I never thought it was okay. I was like, well, no, you were nine. <laughs> so you probably had no opinion on it. Like, what are you talking about? You probably weren't allowed to listen to Toxic. <laughs> <laughs> like, you weren't doing, like, you know, a, a feminist, like, analysis of what was going on with, like, her shaving her head. Like, you just weren't doing that. So don't like- I I do really hate the hindsight is 2020 because like how I knew Britney Spears growing up, like I knew like Lucky and I knew like Toxic and all that shit. Honestly, her first banger that came on the radio, which is in hindsight a crazy song, is fucking circus. Also hold it against me. Oh my god, yeah, also a banger. But like, yeah, I remember I remember the magazine covers when she shaved her head. And then beat up that car. You weren't like, she's so crazy. I hate her. You were like, hmm. Something's wrong with that one. Yeah. I'm super not going to think about it now because I'm in the grocery store trying to get my mom to buy shit she doesn't want to buy. Cosmic brownies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got I actually in the cart. <laughs> that's just absolutely not on my mental agenda. I'm like nervous because. I'm nervous because we're in the checkout line and my mom went to grab something and we're next. <laughs> and she Wait, is nowhere to be found there is no bigger anxiety slash there's no better way to just be pissed at your sibling for no reason of like it's always grace kerrigan for me who like oh i need toothpaste and you're like <sighs> you're sweating you're nervous you're you're considering picking up packs of gum and throwing them down there but you know you have to ask your mom and grace comes back and it is the cold shoulder for the entire way to the car <laughs> also are you someone who also had anxiety about like getting the cart back in like the little cart line before you left because that the, from the moment we reached the checkout line i'm thinking on god we need to make sure that the grocery cart is like in the little line with all the grocery carts oh no that was my favorite part i'd always be like don't worry like i'll bring the cart back we'll yeah no that <laughs> ass <laughs> and my mom would always be like no mary don't bring it back because i didn't look both ways and i'm like you know what actually you guys i think it's time i think i got it I'm going to look. I'm going to bring it back. I got this one. You guys buckle you up. You girls just get in the car. Yeah. I was like, turn on the music. I'll turn bring the I'll, I'll bring it on. You guys turn the heat on. Do the wipers. Do. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> My, no. I will never freaking forget. Um, I was like quitting Girl Scouts in grade school because at that point it had become like really, truly officially lame. And... I had quit Girl Scouts the day before and like I think my parents my parents just did, didn't want me to quit anything which is like classic parents but like they truly were always like giving me guilt about shit that they didn't even want to drive me to but like I quit Girl Scouts like the week before or like the day before or something like that like very recently and I put the grocery cart back my whole ass family's in the car because we'd gone right after church and my dad like looks at me through the mirror because he's driving and he's like you know what Carmen I think you put that car back because you were a Girl Scout. <laughs> and that is A to C logic. 
<laughs> and I'll never, I was staring out the window the whole way home, like, damn it. Like, I'm going to have no moral sensibility now. <laughs> After this, it's straight to a life of being a pervert. It's yeah, literally. First class flight to perv bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also think crazy investigative journalism on Twitter. I just like, maybe I'm on the wrong side of history on this, but like, I don't know if I care that like comedians tweeted some like kind of non PC shit like 15 years ago. Yeah. I'm all for like diving into the past to like find things that like we didn't, you know, know we could ever find before. But I also like don't need a 17-year-old looking at motherfucker's Twitter from 2009. Nobody even knew how to use it then. And that brings me full circle to the point about people who, like, come on. Because, okay, in the beginning, we didn't know how bad it was in Texas. We thought it was funny to make fun of them for not knowing how to deal with snow. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a funny, ha-ha, they can't deal with two inches of snow. Now we know it's, like, very serious and very dire and, like, a huge problem with our government about how we respond to you know natural disasters but like people on here being like and you do this and you do that i'm like well, what do you do like what do you do that's, that's not, my like, shit with some of these people i'm like get a life like literally viewing shit into this fucking bird app like do you work for anything do you contribute to mutual aid like and i don't mean to like tear down people who are like trying to be on the right side but i'm just like i'm so sick and tired of this liberal pc culture <laughs> I just like do something just fucking do something and like the same people who tear down like every single politician for like every single thing I'm like okay well do you work in politics like are you a field organizer do you register people to vote do you like do anything like what do you do to like to make an alternative you know that's something that drives me fucking nuts especially like okay cool what's your solution and what's the infrastructure that you have to make that happen I almost wish that, like, we could all collectively, like, Twitter would shut down for, like, two weeks. Cleanse. Could you imagine? Something funny that I do is I confuse just the names, not the people. Jack Dorsey and Jack Donigan, the, the character's name from 30 Rock. 30 Rock? <laughs> and Jack Dorsey, the guy who, like, the CEO of Twitter. Yep. <laughs> And sometimes I just think that's funny because then I imagine like Jack Donaghy like running Twitter and being like, Lemon, get this Trump out of here. But I do miss him. <laughs> yeah. That's that sorry son of a bitch will be over for cocktails before the end of the day. Um, okay. I also want to just mention. So on our last podcast, we spoke about um, a certain someone who, again, um, by day worked for Space Force by night cheered on her clumps and tigers i don't know if like someone's playing a prank on me but <gasps> my senior year of college i went on a senior spring break cruise on the cheapest carnival cruise you could fathom Walmart um it ported <laughs> it it ported out of jacksonville florida and like the people who joined us on this cruise were exactly who you were expecting they'd be. We ran into a lot of students from Auburn University. Um, go War Eagles, I guess. Um, yeah. Go um, Rush Limbaugh. 
That would have been his website. <laughs> WarEagle.com slash Bush. Um, <laughs> um, thousands humor. But this crazy girl I met on the thing whose Instagram name, well, so her by day was she was getting her master's in aeronautics. Her night was she ran the Auburn downtown party limo, which was one limousine her and her friend bought out of a junkyard and then renovated the inside of and gave rides to people in Auburn, Alabama out of. Um, I'm not quite sure what downtown Auburn looks like, but I can't imagine a limo would look in place. Uh, She just posted that she got a job working as like an engineer on SpaceX and was like, so excited to go to work for Elon Musk. I was like, space is over like, hey no because this is what i'm sorry that i have to disagree with you on this a woman who by day is getting her masters in aeronautics and by night is getting safely people to and fro the club and we is have, an amazing craps player we have to stand we absolutely have to stand i'm happy that the new like I'm happy that she's going to be the first woman on Mars. Like, that rocks. She's got hustle. She's got grit. I'm sure she had, like... And she's clearly got high-profile connects in Auburn, Alabama. She's uh, clearly got high-profile connects in Auburn, Alabama. Absolutely. Of course she would. She's probably meeting... That's where the elite meet to eat in the party limo. You're so... And And I know she never lets her roots grow out. I know she is always super blonde. She's so super blonde, but she's not like no, I Clemson know. girl. She's like down home. Oh my god, y'all! All right, we'll stand her. So I guess next week I'll let you know which one of my friends is running NASA. <laughs> <laughs> NASA by day and like by- NASA, NASA by, by day. day by night. She's a shot girl in a club, but all of her ticket proceeds go to helping like underserved communities in her hometown. <laughs> shot girl by day literally disney princess by night (laughs) i know people like always shit on disney and i'm at the top of the club because my parents never took me they had no interest in taking their children there um which in hindsight i respect the hell out of obviously as a child i was like what the hell but (laughs) you ruined my life yeah exactly i literally have never known love um but i i don't get can you just explain to me what the allure of going there now would be? No. And you're asking <laughs> the wrong person. I am so averse to Disney adults. I think they are a disease. <laughs> I think they are a sickness. I think in some way they are perverts. Sure. <laughs> it is a children's thing. It is not for adults. That's so weird to me. When you see one of those people who you grow up with or like went to college with and they're there with their boyfriend, you're dating, you're like, God damn it. They're going to get engaged on the last night under the fireworks. And God damn it. Every time they do. <laughs> and then they wear the bride Mickey ears, the white sequin Mickey no. ears with a little yes. with a little veil. Oh. That is sick. Dude, people who everyone who ever like, quote unquote, interned at Disney and then just never made it back to civilization. Dude, I, I don't know s- anyone who interned at Disney and like ever left. Like what's in the water? Like what is in the water? There's going to be an expose. I'm like anywhere. actually shook. You know what? You know what? 
Twitter Gen Zs go to work. <laughs> Internet sleuths. This is your summons. Dude, I'm not joking. I don't know anyone who had any remote like, connection professionally to Disney who like ever got their shit right again. And Well, and that's just another crazy subculture is like the girls who go down there to like be princesses and you and everybody else knows that they're not going to make the cut, but nobody wants to tell them like that's a whole insane like <laughs> <laughs> that's an insane thing that we have to deal with as a culture and then they end up on disney on ice and you're like okay <laughs> or they end up being like a greeter like i would i've could you imagine if you went on to be a princess and you were in the gift shop i would end that's it. embarrassing i would end it i would end it i don't even know how you get up in the day <laughs> wait back to um gen z for just a moment I, like, want to retire. Like, I don't want to have this millennial Gen Z war. The true war that we need to have is between older millennials and younger millennials on figuring and agreeing on what an ellipsis means in an email. <laughs> that is the only generational fight Get I want to Get the have. top minds in a room and let's, let's figure <laughs> and it out. And let's agree ellipsises and emails are passive aggressive. They do not mean, like, fading away. Okay, so anyway dot 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 i'm like no that's aggression and i know i did something wrong (laughs) so i that's the only you know generational battle i want to be in but a gen z tiktoker obviously that's kind of one and the same she was like millennials are like mad that we like don't think they're cool and she's like yeah but like at the same time they're like wearing jeans on dates like what are you painting a house and i went are jeans out? Dude, jeans, oh, so are, jeans are to wear jeans? Jeans are crazy timeless. And also, maybe I'm just tired, but what other types of pants are there? Slacks? <laughs> I think she means like Yeah. And this I know this individual cat says it looks just for other videos, like all dresses and skirts. And I don't mean to be like coming at this like young woman for what she's wearing. That's like not my point at all. My point is, is there a larger anti-jean culture that I'm not even aware of? Dude, I, I can't handle that. I, <laughs> I don't own anything besides jeans. Jeans are the only types of pants a president's wear. The pr- a president of the United States wearing jeans connotes that it's going to be a good time had by all. He's in leisure mode, and this is ceremonial and not policy related. Name one other pair of pants that gives you that type of story. That's what I'm saying, and I'm like, you can dress them up, you can dress them down. Like they're literally timeless, and I- you can pick any style to you, and they're still all jeans. Dude, jeans are emblematic of this country. <laughs> There's light, dark, flare, skinny, baggy, boyfriend cut. Boyfriend. Now we're in a high waisted season of jeans. But they're all jeans. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And I- denim is the fabric. Denim should have been in that um, Bruce Springsteen Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> I don't know. He was probably wearing jeans, but that's just where I see them. Dude, yeah. And I just, that threw me for a loop. In a in a really spirally way. <laughs> Damn. Here's a lost generation of millennials that like I genuinely don't think like my little brother understands. Like, do you remember in twenty thirteen when like hipsters like where did those people go? Portland? They just they just evened out. But I'm genuinely saying, like, where are like the Zoe De Chanel's of the world? 
No, I think they live amongst us. I think they've just like become more jaded. Yeah, I think they just like probably definitely got out an SSRI and just like toned it down a bit. <laughs> like, I definitely think they walk among us though. For sure. Like the quirky like coffee shop and like wearing a polka dot dress with ballet flats. Like that was a crazy period of time. Do you think do you think it's just because it's become so rapidly unattractive to be white? I mean, yes, I think in general it is. I don't think that stopped like other like white style movements from continuing. Because we see like Farrah Fawcett bangs are like very in right now and like other shit like that you know dude why is everybody hating on curtain bangs i don't i'm jealous i think it looks lovely and voluminous i think it probably looks like a lot of work but if you have that time and that energy i'm gonna say this as a psa if you ever (laughs) feel bad about yourself if you ever feel overwhelmed by life my mother always told me take a hot shower and then make your decision i stand by that but if you ever really feel like you're spiraling and you need to feel good about yourself, go get yourself a blowout. It lasts for a few days. It's cheap. You pay, you know, 30, 40 bucks. You feel like a million. Yeah. I really want to get a blowout. I didn't mean to make fun of you there. I just had to call out. It was so know. insane that I did it. I like stormed in like somebody from like a like 27 dresses esque movie and I was like, I need a shampoo stat and they were like right away miss yeah <laughs> exactly for you like you were charlotte shopping for a wedding dress yeah now i want to talk about because i've really have had a leisurely weekend and week i want to talk about a segment we've decided to call women of leisure which is you know what are you listening to what are you reading what are you watching what are you thinking about what are you expanding upon in your mind give me the lowdown I've been trying to read, which I've been trying to read for literally years. Um, It's called Confederacy of Dunces. It's supposed to be like a classic book about this guy, which is like Louisiana. And every single couple of months, I pick it up and read like 25 pages of it. Um, But I'm trying to get through it. That was Girl in the Dragon fucking tattoo for me. Like everybody's like, you're going to rip through this. That is an undisclosed slow burn. (laughs) <laughs> you are hearing of in it. a good way i don't even know you find details out about sweden that you don't even think you wanted to know <laughs> names of things things people are eating some weird cold cut sandwiches with olives and somebody's uh. on a hill and and then like 375 pages in things get hot but like on god i brought this book abroad with me I brought this book. I I finished this book in 2020 and I started reading it at the very end of 2017. (laughs) I don't know why it was a New York times bestseller. Like I think it's a phenomenal book and the details fantastic, but like there's no, like it sucked me in and I couldn't get out. Like it literally, you have to commit to the bit. (laughs) As per always and forever, I'm listening to last culturistas love, which I truly cannot get enough of. Oh, I'm also going to rewatch Gone Girl tonight, which is my little treat to myself after this. Okay, a little treaty lady. Um, I just finished uh, Anthony Kiedis' autobiography, Scar Tissue. Uh, uh, I am 
famously a huge Rojo Chopo fan. They're my literal number one favorite band. I am famously not tattooed, but if I were to get a tat, it would probably be their band logo. Um, this is a gripping novel about drug addiction. And if you have 500 pages to kill, would highly, highly recommend. Also, if you love their songs, it's great to read and listen. Um, so absolutely loved that. And I've been listening to a lot of Al Green recently. I don't know Ooh. if it was just Valentine's Day, but like, here's my question to you. Like, do you think Leon Bridges is going to get to that point where he's like one of the greats? I just don't know if we have, like, who do we have right now who's like a Marvin Gaye, like going to be the voice of a generation? That's a really difficult question that I think about kind of a lot. Um, because we always talk about like the democratization of music and streaming platforms. Right. So it's harder for everybody to fall in love with one person. But I also think if there were that one person putting out music that it was that classic and beautiful, we'd all know about it. No, because I think that we have those. I think like Leon Bridges is a slow burn of himself. Like I don't think he's as big as he deserves to be, but also just the one album. Sure. Um, I think Adele will go down that way as like, it, like songs of our generation i think it like goes without saying beyonce but also with her being able to cross so many genres of music it makes it difficult to like put her as one you know I, she- and i think she does fall into the category of like some like really really classic love songs yeah because i don't know I think John Mayer, honestly, is going to stick around a lot longer than people think he is. And God damn it, I know he's an egomaniac. I I don't even care. I love him. I think he's so goddamn talented. You know who I would take any day over him and who I've also been dipping back into? Knock, knock. Michael. <laughs> How crazy would it be if you were just listening to Michael Buble all of a sudden? Dude, I am not my mother. My mom literally every single day opens her eyes, says a prayer, and goes, Alexa, play Michael Bublé. No way. And then then puts her feet on the floor. Yeah. Wait, I love that. I also weirdly... (laughs) Gives me a stomachache. I'm really big on... I make a pour-over cup of coffee in the morning, um, and I put on my Jack Johnson, and I light my little candle, and my morning set off just right. Banana pancake. There ain't no need to go outside. <laughs> okay, that so was true. like he knew the pandemic was coming. <laughs> or the snowstorm. Here's something I'd like to say about the snow. I know it might be really problematic and everybody's sick and tired of the snow, but in my head I equate that to like we fixed global warming. Like I'm like, well if it's still snowing in winter, like we'll probably be fine. Like that's literally a thought I have in my head. Speaking of dog shit take if I have with the snow in my personal experience, not like prayers to people who are like really, really struggling. Hoes really don't be sharing the sidewalk when, like, you know, like, half of the sidewalk is, like, usable now because of the snow pileup. Right. And everyone just assumes that you're going to step aside and let them go. Oh, my God. People have no manners. Yes. Oh, you're so busy. I'm sure you have to go so far. (laughs) I was walking home last time with my my two bags of groceries on my shoulders. 
on your shoulders bags. my canvas bags okay thank you mother Could you imagine if i was like benching them though <laughs> you were I just like, carrying a melon home on your head Ew. <laughs> <laughs> but i had them and this like i was like trying to like shuffle them to the front in the back of me so that I wouldn't, you know, obstruct the walkway more. And this girl just, like, brushed past me and I just let him fly. And hit her right. Hit and her I right. hit her right in the face and she fell and she's bleeding and I said, good. And I went and I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say about those dog-eat-dog streets of Lakeview, Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck around and find out. <laughs> this is a segment... That I think has become a bit of a fan favorite. Because, because we've done it one time. Because we've done it one time and we had a lot of texts about it. And by a lot, we mean maybe two and a half. I got at least four. All right, Miss Popular. You know what, Carmen? Just because you don't know him, don't mean that I don't know him. So, hmm. Say that. Stick that in your juice box. All right, so this is a, a game in which I am thinking of a person and Carmen is allowed to ask yes or no questions to guess this person and then i can i will disclose one fact about this person per yes or no question and i would like to start out by saying this person truly can do it all that's your fucking fact (laughs) in my head i went straight to emerald lagasse no that's nowhere close to where i need to be no but the same level of charisma so that's a kind of a good one sure um, I need to get out of the food world because now I'm just stuck. Um, okay. Is this? Would you consider this person to be a triple threat in the in the traditional triple sense fashion? Don't make up three fake triple threats. <laughs> <laughs> don't make up three fake. He's a storyteller, a tender lover, and knows how to make a good steak on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> um, <laughs> go back to you. Say? He's a good storyteller, he's a tender lover, and he can kill a good steak. <laughs> where is that man? Yeah, seriously, where is he? Um, go on. <laughs> that is the definition of bad, bad Leroy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> that is man in the whole day time. Time. <sighs> uh, from the south side no Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> okay. Carmen's dad has a few times referred to me as Leroy Brown because of that part of the song that is his literal favorite song anyway um, besides Locked Out of Heaven um, <laughs> <laughs> but I digress but on God um, come on after pandemic me you your dad Bruno Mars concert Vegas uh, there's no like I would have to do literally almost nothing to get him there. <laughs> um, he'd probably front the tickets. Anyway, um, okay, so this person can do it all but cannot sing, dance, or act and is not Emerald Lagasse. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, is this person on the older end? Older than 50 or older than 40? <laughs> so this person's about 45. <laughs> the prosecution rests your honor <laughs> and that's i would acl sad um <laughs> okay is this person does this person identify as male yes 
this person has a signature facial feature. This person has a nose. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is person of strong eyebrows. Yes. I would say this person is probably strong everything. Has chicks wool. Is this person John Cena? No. This person transitioned careers seamlessly. Ooh, that's a good hint. Now I want to know who this is. Um, Did this person come from the world of sports? Yes. Okay. Is this person Michael Strahan? This person is Michael Strahan. Okay, that is the randomest, <laughs> randomest person you could have picked. I think about him once and a day. And you're saying his... <laughs> Is the gap in his <laughs> It's his signature. Yeah, I and mean, you did good. I'm I'm surprised that you got it based on the absolute nonsense I was saying. Yeah, can we go back to the original? This person can do it all. What he can, can he football. do? He can play football and he can be good on TV. He can do it both. <laughs> well, um, I feel like we've reached the end of our scheduled programming. And I feel like you don't have to go home, but you cannot stay here. All right. Well, have a good rest of your day, your evening, whenever you're listening to us, you little pervs. And <laughs> buy Maybe that'll be our, our fan base. <laughs> yeah. Support Texas and also support Big Yo-Yo. Bye. Bye.